Hey guys, it's Justin. Welcome to my podcast. If you're here, chances are you really like Disney just like me, or you just magically stumbled across my show and searched for some other song or podcast. Whatever the reason, welcome. This episode is called Star Cruisers and Gustos. Hello everyone, welcome back to my podcast. Man, I have not done this since, gosh, I don't even know. The the first one I did was almost a year ago at this point, and I started it thinking that it was going to be a weekly thing on Sundays, but it ended up not being at all, and uh, I've not done one since, gosh, I can, let me, let me look and see how, when the last time I've done one is, hold up. Literally, it has been a year. I have not done one since July of 2021 and it is may now 2022 obviously and it's kind of crazy i thought like i said that i would be doing these i got into high school um senior year and sorry my ear just kicked on i don't know if you can hear it but um and i thought that it would be a recurring thing and i'd be like yo let's let's do these these are so much fun and then i end up being super duper busy and having all these classes and stuff which truly this year um hasn't been the hardest uh, junior year pretty much was, but this year mainly they say seniors, they get all their classes out of the way like all the other years. I only had three core classes. I had economics, I had math, and then I had English, and all the rest of my classes were electives, So, and I have seven periods, so I really didn't do that much, I feel like, but um, I just want to let y'all know that my very first podcast, I just went back and like listened to the beginning of it, I talked about how I had taken my senior portraits and how I was like, oh my gosh, it's like, it's hit me that I'm about to be graduating soon. Boy, oh boy, did I not realize how soon that would be. And I said that it kind of hit me then. I don't know what I was on because I definitely, I don't think it had. It still hasn't hit me now, but I just finished two days ago, my very last day of high school at my school. And that means tomorrow I am graduating, like walking the stage, getting the the whole nine yards. And I'm I don't know, I just, it hasn't really hit me, still, it was just kind of weird, even though I'm not in school, I think what's hitting me more is whenever I think, like, oh, um, there's certain, like, inside jokes or something that I feel like all my friends would get, but now that I'm not there, uh, it's just like, I'm never gonna see them again, which sounds really sad, because I probably will at some, some of them at least, um, but it's just, those sorts of things are the only things that are really making me realize that I have moved on, and that I am about to graduate, but um, when I do graduate, I think when I walk on that stage and see all my friends staying there while I'm moving on, I think that's really what's going to hit home for me. <laughs> but um, I loved all my years of high school. This was the only really, I guess we can call it quote-unquote normal year of high school because every other year I've had Hurricane Michael, COVID. Um, last year we had masks and everything the entire year, but this year was kind of the only really like normal year, even though the first day I uh, got to school, or sorry, first week of school this year, I had COVID and was out for two weeks after that, so great start of the year, but I ended it pretty well, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to graduating, I don't really know what to expect after it, Um, I gotta get a job, obviously, but uh, so I'm doing that, and then literally Saturday, because today's Thursday, so on Saturday, I'm literally leaving at 6 a.m. the day after graduation to go to Disney for... Okay, so Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, four days, four days we're going to be at Disney. We've not done that in so long, and we're going to be staying at the a moderate resort, the Caribbean Beach Resort. 
So I'm so, so excited. If you have not seen pictures, I advise you to go look it up. It's It looks really nice and it's really cool. And um, it looks really like tropical and everything. So the first day we're leaving. That's why we're leaving so early on Saturday at 6 a.m. Because we're going to Hollywood Studios during the day. Of course, I'll be vlogging. If you don't know, I already have a YouTube channel. It's called Justin Vlogging. Um, so I will be vlogging that. On the first day, we're going to Hollywood Studios. Uh, Sunday, we're going to Epcot. Monday, we're going to... I think that's our pool day. Yeah, our pool day. And then Tuesday is Magic Kingdom. So on... Uh, on um, Monday, on our pool day and everything, I think we're going to go a little bit like resort hopping and stuff. But we're going to, um, on Monday, we're going to go to Ohana, which is a nice sit-down restaurant at the Polynesian Resort, which is one of Disney's nice resorts. And Ohana is a, Ohana, you know, from like the movie Lilo and Stitch. Um, it's like a all-you-can-eat, it's not like a buffet, but uh, they bring it to you. And it's a lot of good food, like there's Ohana noodles, pot stickers, um, Ohana bread pudding, uh coconut pineapple bread and all this stuff so i'm just it's it sounds so good and i'm really looking forward to it so just keep an eye out for those videos because they definitely will be coming soon but um i've talked enough i guess about my life and everything so without further ado let's get into the actual video which i'm going to be talking about star cruisers which is the star wars galactic star cruiser and gusto's which is remy's ratatouille adventure at epcot okay so a while back, by a while back, I mean like multiple years ago, um, I decided that I was going to make a podcast called the like JV Podcast something. I don't even know. But it was on my YouTube channel for a little while. I did like three of those maybe, but then I discovered Anchor, which is what I'm using to do this. Um, and my ear just kicked on again. <laughs> and I figured out that... It's a lot easier to do it with Anchor and have it actually be on Spotify instead of my YouTube channel because there was this weird thing where like my audio was cutting out in one ear or something. I don't even know. But um, I'd used Anchor and but before then on my YouTube channel, I decided to make an episode about the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser at Walt Disney World Florida. And that was before we found out multiple details about it. And I don't think that I knew quite what it was when I was talking about it in that video. Um, you can go back and see it still, like, what I talked about it and what I thought it was. But I've watched countless videos to the point where I am literally getting them in my feed still about the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. I, when I first saw this, I really was not that impressed. Like, I thought maybe, like, it would be cool and all, but I wasn't that big of a, like, I, I like Star Wars, of course, like, I still do. But I just wasn't that, like, involved with wanting to know everything about, like, this hotel and everything. Um, because I just, I, I don't know, I just, it, it didn't seem that cool to me. And I thought maybe, like, I, I could do it someday, but then I saw the cost, which we're going to get to at the end of this part. <laughs> but I didn't realize what it was um, until it opened. And everyone heard of this, the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, and they thought that it was going to be some stupid like I don't I don't even know like you just sit in your room basically and <clears throat> like nothing really ever happens it's just like a regular hotel boy oh boy were they wrong I said boy oh boy boy oh boy a lot on this um I have watched videos and I can't express enough how wrong I was about what I thought it was for some reason I thought that it was going to be some like sitting there um kind of just like a cruise but you can't leave the cruise ship so you're just constantly inside 
Um, but I've seen many people tell me that they had not even realized once, really, that they were constantly indoors. They did not feel claustrophobic or anything like that. Um, but I watched videos on it, and it is a complete interactive experience. Like, I... I watched this one review where someone said what's going to either make it or break it as if this is going to be worth the money is if you're able to buy into the fact that you are on a actual spaceship um, going through galaxies and stuff. Um, if, you, if you can buy into that and buy into the story and what's actually happening and everything, then maybe like you would be able to, I don't know, just buy into it more and that it would be a more enjoyable experience for you. But... I was like, man, I'd probably be able to do that because, like, I love acting and everything, so I, I probably could. It wouldn't be that difficult for me. Um, I already really love the Star Wars Galact or Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and Hollywood Studios, anyways, and I always thought that was really cool. So I'm like, man, this is, I mean, basically just next level. If you don't know what this is, a little rundown. It is a two day, sorry, a two night. I think two night, maybe two night. Uh, experience where you board, quote-unquote, a transportation pod that takes you into outer space to the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser or the Halcyon, which is what the name of the ship is called. Um, and you go into it, and you're basically on a vacation, but then you get hijacked by the First Order, and the First Order is aboard your ship trying to look for rebel spies and everything. But the really cool thing about this is it's not like a ride where you know what's going to happen every time because you really don't. You can choose two paths. There are two paths that you can do. You can either choose to do the light side, the dark side, or kind of in the middle where you can be like a, like a, um, uh, a scoundrel. I think that's what they're called. Uh, but I watched videos where people have taken both paths and it seemed like the light side has more like involved stuff than the other side does. So when the first order takes over, the ship, um, the cruise director and everything, as they reveal at the end, that the cruise director is on the life side, but, uh, they come on the ship and everything, and they're looking for rebel spies and everything the whole time, and it's your job to go to bridge training, which is, like, in the, um, atrium of the ship, or, well, it's not actually a ship, it's just a hotel on land, but it, you can't look outside of a window, so there's no, like, balcony or anything, your windows look like you're in space, that's why it's called, like, an atrium, like it's an actual cruise ship, even though it's not, but, um, there's bridge training and everything, like, you go in there and you can shoot, like, ships and stuff, um, like, you're actually, like, practicing, and then there's lightsaber training, where you get an actual lightsaber and you get to, like, uh, deflect, like, beams and stuff that are shot at you, so it looks really cool, and then other stories and stuff, you get, you get this little data pad when you go on, where you can contact, like, all the cruise directors and everything, and you, that's basically where you get to choose what your side is, so they'll ask you a question, and you'll get multiple, like, maybe, like, three options to choose from, what you want to answer, so if someone's, like, uh, have you seen any rebel spies on the ship, like, let's say, like, one of the commanders on the ship asks you that, like, on the first order, um, you can be, like, uh, yes, I have, like, they're, they're by the dock, like, I, I, I'll go help you find them, um, or you can say, nope, I've not seen a single one. So basically, you can choose to either join them or go against them. And whatever you choose literally affects what your journey is and what events you get to participate in, what things you get to do, who your trust is with. Because on, on the app, it'll say, like, trust high if, if you pick the dark side. And you it'll be, like, trust high with the First Order General. And then it'll be, like, trust low with the Cruise Director because the Cruise, direct, cruise Director is on the light side. So... It's just really cool things like that, and it literally is just up for chance. Like, you can go on it as many times as you want and just 
experience it and choose a different site every time that you want and I don't know, it just looks really cool. So you can take those different paths and everything and the the immersion, like I said, is probably like I've seen videos and I can just imagine being there how cool that would be. Like I love the um Rise of the Resistance ride at Hollywood Studios. I think it's very, very well done. It is a beautiful ride. I love it. And every time I go on it, I'm just blown away by blown away by how much they um put effort into it and just how great the Imagineers did, and I would love to experience that to the next level on the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Here's the thing. The rooms, for starters, are very, very small. I wish I could put pictures up. Uh, I just advise you to go to look up Star Wars Hotel Rooms, and you can see for yourself, they truly look like cruise ship-style rooms, but without the balcony, so even more small. Um... I don't really know what they were thinking doing that because it's a very, very expensive trip. I'm, that's the last thing I'm going to touch on, but very expensive trip. And um, I don't know. I, I guess I've I read a few things where people say that you're really not in your room that much, so it doesn't really matter. But, I mean, because they're always off doing things. Oh, I forgot to mention on the second day, you get a quote-unquote excursion day. Excursion? Is that how you say Excursion day? Where you get to go to Batu Hollywood Studios where they, they take you on a box truck and you get to go to Batu, even though it's already there. You're already on land. Uh, but uh, So you're not just constantly on the ship the two days. You can go explore to Hollywood Studios. But um, the rooms are very small, and I know you might not be in it a lot, but, I mean, they look really cool. Like, the theming is so cool, so I don't know why they would have made a bigger one. They have bigger ones than their suites, but obviously they're more expensive. Um but I don't really know what they were thinking doing that. I mean, people saw pictures from the like, from the get-go and thought that they looked small. But, I mean, they had no idea. I've seen these videos. And if they look small on YouTube, you can bet you they're going to be small in person. So, I don't know what they were doing. They're, especially for a family of four. Um, there's one bed and then a bunk a bunk bed. And there's, like, maybe, like, two feet of space in between the bed and the bunk bed. And the room is very small. So... The bathroom is another story. That's even smaller. I mean, it's really, if you've ever been on a cruise ship, you know the rooms aren't huge unless you get like a suite. But this is like that. But I mean, a cruise ship is working with limited space. Like they have to do what they have to do because it's on water. But this, they had plenty of space to make the rooms bigger. It's on land. There's no restrictions. So I don't know what they were thinking trying to make them squeeze tight together. Like they didn't have any, like, oh, we can only make them a certain size. Like, no, they could have made them as big as they wanted to. Um,. But they chose not to, so I don't know. That's, I guess, a big downside that I've heard. Another thing. For a family of four, to go on this two-day trip is a whopping $6,000. Yeah, you heard me right. $6,000 to go to Disney on a cruise ship. No, not a real cruise ship, sorry. On a hotel on land uh, cruise ship. For two days where you can't leave unless you're going to Hollywood Studios during the day. You can't look out a window. You could do so many other things for the price of this hotel. You could go to freaking Europe. You could go on a flight to another country for the price of this of this experience. So, I really... A lot of people were hoping that they might lower it in the future. But honestly, if they're already starting at this cost, most hotels... Will start lower and then they'll raise their prices as time goes on and they get a better name for themselves. But holy crap, I, I don't see them going down. If they do, I'll be shocked. Maybe if Bob Paycheck, 
sorry, the CEO, Bob Shapek, but people call him Bob Paycheck because they know he's money hungry, and I agree. But unless he is taken out of position, and even then, Disney's still like very money hungry, so I highly doubt that the price will go down. If anything, I think it'll go up before it ever goes down. Um, but for the small room and what you're paying for for only two days, now if it were like a week, or like even even half a week, I would say maybe, maybe it'll be worth that much. Just uh, give me a, like you don't even the lightsaber that you get to train with, you don't even get to keep it. You don't get to keep it. So I don't understand like uh, why they decided to jack up these prices so much because no one's going to be able to go on this unless they're exceedingly wealthy or, or YouTubers that have been Star Wars YouTubers for forever. Like most of these people that I've watched on YouTube are people that have, like, a million, a million subscribers that make Star Wars content 24-7, um, or that they get invited to the media event, and they don't have to pay a dime out of their pocket unless they want to go on it by themselves again. So, I think that Disney, I don't really know what they were doing to choose to for people to pay $6,000 for a two-day experience inside of a hotel where you cannot leave. I understand the immersion and how you'll see characters, you'll get into lightsaber training, you'll get to eat weird foods, um, blue shrimp, space foods, I don't even know. Um, but for that price, I just, I really can't get around, like, I'd love to do it, like, don't get me wrong, I'd love to do this, but for that price, it makes me not want to ever do it, because I don't know how many people would truly be able to afford it. I mean, they're, they're, I've looked on there to, like, see where you could book things. I mean, they're selling tickets, and most of them, I'm pretty sure, are just, like, the upper class, like, that are just, like, have money to blow, that just love Star Wars, or these, like, long-loving Star Wars fans that have always wanted to do something like this. But, I mean, I truly think that, like, a week at Disney would be, that would be such a better, like, price contender and like your time spent your money spent that would be such a better option um so i i don't know i i, I can't i can't get my mind around why they decided to make people pay six thousand dollars besides that they just wanted the money but i guess it's enough about the star wars galactic star cruiser it really was not what we expected um like i said don't get me wrong i know you're hearing a lot of negatives but there are a lot of positives i would love to do this i'll scrape up six thousand dollars and then i'd love to do it <laughs> but um, so, I mean, if you ever get the opportunity to go on it, like, I have a thing on Anchor where you can leave messages, um, like, voice messages and stuff, and I can a answer the questions in my podcast later on, so, I mean, if you have other questions, or if you've been on it, um, let me know what you think, because I have a friend who is going to go on it, and I'm really curious to know what she's gonna think, and I maybe could put my, her input into one of my podcasts in the future, so, Without further ado, let's move on to the next section, away from Star Wars. The next section is called Gustos. Okay, so this next section is called Gustos, and this is going to be about the... It's been open for a little while now. Um, I don't remember the exact opening date. Hold on. Hey, Google. When did Remy's Ratatouille Adventure open at Epcot at Walt Disney World? Stand by. Okay, October 2021. Hey, Google, stop. So, it's been open since October of last year, and it's May now. So, it's been open for less than a year, but I've ridden it one time, and um, I have some thoughts about it. I My my family, like my, my mom, my sister, my stepdad have not ridden it yet. I rode it at Grad Bash um, the beginning of this month. No, not this month. The beginning of last month. And uh, that was my very first time that I'd ridden it. Um, so... 
I luckily, I don't know how, because Epcot and Magic Kingdom, the way it was set up, like, we did not have a lot of time at Disney. We made, most of our time was at Universal, but, I mean, the actual Grad Bash event was held at Universal, so I guess it makes sense that we had more time there, but, um, I don't know what the heck that was, something just made a bam outside, but anyways, uh, so, I want to start off by saying, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on here before, I know I definitely have on my YouTube channel, Ratatouille is my favorite movie, not Disney movie, favorite movie of all time, yeah, 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 you're almost 18, you're Disney adult, like, animated movie is your favorite movie, yeah, it is, what do you gotta say about it? So I, I don't know what it is about. I don't know what it is. I guess it's just because it's about food. Um, but truly, this movie is a, holds a special place in my heart. I really, I don't know how to explain. I liked this before. I just want to say, I, I liked this movie before it became popular on TikTok during quarantine, where it was oh Ratatouille the musical, like oh Remy the Ratatouille. Yeah, none of that crap. I liked it before everyone else got on the bandwagon and started saying that it was like. Pixar's magnum opus and all this stuff like I I liked it before that happened so I just want to put out there and say this is not my favorite just because of the trend of Ratatouille being popular no I liked it before then but I love this movie I've always adored it um I think the animation of the because we don't really see I wish Disney movies showed more food like like animated food I think something about this movie was like it is it kind of made me hungry when I first watched it and it made me just, like, want to go to France and, um, just, like, go to a restaurant that was, like, not cooked by rats, but like Gusto's, um, where I could enjoy the food like they showed in this movie. I just always adored it, and I, I went on this ride, I want to say for starters, I went on this ride, the way I did go on it, since we did have little time at Disney, was during, uh, Epcot's new fireworks show, Harmonious, we decided, hey, let's not watch that. We had like 20 minutes to spare, and we told the adults that were there, we were like, uh, we are going to go on this ride, and we're thinking, crap, we don't have enough time for this. We did get on the bus with enough time, though, thank God. Um, but we rode this during Harmonious because we were like, let's let's just go ahead and get on it instead of riding her, um, instead of watching the show. Let's just go ahead and get on it. And I don't think enough people talk about this, probably because they don't want people to get on it during this time, or they just might not stay at Epcot the whole day, but... If unless you have your heart completely set on watching the fireworks show at Epcot, I don't recommend you watch that. Instead, I recommend you go get on a ride like Ratatouille or when Guardians of the Galaxy opens officially. I recommend you go get on that. So we did it during the fireworks, and we waited maybe like 20 minutes, which is literally the most insane I've ever seen. Like, I, I look on the app, and it constantly sits at like a three-hour wait like even on like weekdays where you think people would be in work like it sits at a three-hour wait so I don't know how the heck we managed to get on this without amount of time but it was it was like crazy so uh I expected this ride to be more gosh I don't even know how to put it I expected it to just okay so it, it's it's a trackless ride to begin with if you've ever read Mickey and Minnie's gosh I I hate saying this because I struggle. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway at Hollywood Studios. It's similar to that where it's a trackless ride system where trackless, like, it means that there's, like, literal magnets, like, in the floor that moves along your little cart that looks like a rat um, through Gusto's Kitchen and everything. And there's real sets and there's screens, lots of screens. 
and um, I I expected it to be more immersive, I think, than it was. I think going over to the Ratatouille section, somehow the outside of the building, like for the line queue, I feel like felt more like Ratatouille than certain parts of the ride. Um, it does, I didn't know this. I'm going to say, there was a part of the ride that had smells. It was, I think, just like in the kitchen at one point, like north, towards the end. I don't know what they were making. It didn't really smell like food, but it smelled really, really good. I don't really know how to put my finger on it. I need someone to make a candle to that or something so I can buy it. But um, I, I expected it to be more immersive, I feel like. Um, I don't know. It, it, it didn't really meet that sort of expectation. I think I knew that it was going to be mainly screens because that's how a Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is. But even that ride, I feel like, is more immersive than this was. Like, they go from, when you first enter, I'm pretty sure, yeah, there's a screen. And you kind of just sit there in front of the screen while these things are happening. Yeah, it, like, jerks you around. Yeah, there's special effects and stuff. And some parts are really cool. Don't get me wrong. But other parts were just kind of meh. Like, I, like, some of the chase scenes, like, through the walls and stuff, I feel like should have been much more, like, you're actually there doing it. But, um... I don't know, it just didn't do it for me in that sort of thing. Like, the kitchen, the uh, the um the pantry scene. The one where you're going, there's real sets, and you're, like, driving through the pantry, and, like, there's, like, a 20-foot fish, like, hanging from the ceiling, and, like, giant sausages and stuff, and, like, bread and stuff sitting there. Like, it looks really cool. Like, it literally makes you feel like you're, like, the size of a rat. Like, it does its job. But then, you turn around, and all of a sudden, you're right in front of a screen again. Um, So, I just think Disney... I, Universal is really good with doing simulators. That's kind of what their strong suit is in a lot of um, ways. And Disney doesn't have many simulators, so I don't know if they're trying to jump on the bandwagon or if they just, I don't know, they just thought that this would be an easier way to conserve space and stuff. But I really think there could have been way more sets than there was um, than the actual rides instead of just screens because the screens just... There's something about going through an actual set instead of just sitting in front of a movie screen watching it happen in front of you. Um, so I don't know. And I think, I can't remember. I'm pretty sure you wear 3D glasses during it. Um, but yeah, I'm, yeah, you definitely do. So I don't know. I The main question is, am I impressed? I think it's hard for me to say because this is my favorite movie. So I, I think I wanted it. I, I, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I do like the ride isn't my favorite by no means um but i don't know i i think am i impressed i want to say yes in some parts but definitely not in other parts if i had to give just a definite answer no i'm probably not i'm, I'm not impressed um sorry disney and sorry people who are really looking forward to this ride like i still want you to ride it because like you know your opinion can be very much different from mine like we're all entitled to have our own opinions on rides and stuff like some people love Spl Splash Mountain, and I hate Splash Mountain because I don't like water rides, and I hate giant drops. So, but that's just me. Other people love the ride, so I don't know. Um, I think, I, like I said, I probably would be more impressed if it had bigger sets, or not bigger sets, but more sets instead of more screens. Um, it was kind of just felt like a, a, a replica of the Mickey and Minnie's ride at Hollywood Studios. So, I don't know, but... I would ride it again, I would say, not with the weights. Now, if you're, here's the thing. I think it's worth your time to ride it if you, if you go to it during fireworks or something, or if you get there in the morning and it's only like a, like a 40 minute wait, even that I would say like, yeah, that's a good, you, you I would ride it for a 40 minute wait. 
Now, these like 100 and like 120 minute waits and crap, like that's crazy to me. Like, don't go on this if it's a 100 minute wait. Like, that's kind of insane. I'm about to go look right now to see what the wait is. Okay, right now, it's on a Thursday afternoon. It is at a 65 minute wait. Now, honestly, if I was there, I probably, I guess I would ride it for that. I mean, it was a good ride, but it wasn't amazing um but 120 minute wait like there's so many other things you could be doing please don't ride it if it's a 120 minute rate wait unless you won't ever get this chance to ride it again and you think it's gonna be the best thing and the ratatouille is your favorite like me and that you know what to expect um but i don't advise you ride it if it is a 120 minute wait because i don't think you should ride anything like that unless it's like gosh i'm trying to think of a ride that's even worth that pandora world of avatar um Flight of Passage was not worth the wait that we waited for that. We waited a very long time for that. It was really good. I don't think any ride really is worth riding that, um, unless maybe like a select few. But, uh, so yeah, just please don't wait in line. If I mean, I would ride it again, but as long as it's not that long. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. I do recommend riding it if you've never ridden it before, but I don't say go out of your way to make it like a priority, especially if it's really long wait. Um, just know that there are a lot of um, screens and way less sets than you think. Um, but, I mean, hey, teach their own. I was not as impressed as I was hoping I would be. Uh, I'm going to see what my family thinks, like I said in the beginning, how we're going uh, this weekend. I'm going to see what they think. Hopefully, they have a different opinion than I do. But, um, yeah, so that's basically all I think about the Gusto section, the, the Remy's Ratatouille adventure at Epcot. Um, so, yeah. Okay, everybody, so that's going to do it, I think, for this episode, episode 5 of the Tomorrowland Podcast Company. Like I said in the beginning, I'm going to Disney. I'm going to graduate tomorrow, but I'm going to Disney on Saturday, so I am very much looking forward to that, and I hope you guys are too, because I'll be bringing you along. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel if you already have not, Justin Blogging, same Instagram username. Um, I have not done a four-day Disney trip in a very long time, and nor have I vlogged one that's that long before. Normally, I would do, like, maybe some days, but I'm really going to try and up the ante with recording on rides and recording, like, Ohana dinner and everything, just really making it making it a quality video, not just, like, me recording in lines or as we're walking to the rides. Um, so, if you enjoyed this... Um, I was going to say, please leave a thumbs up. If you enjoyed this, please consider watching my other podcast if you already have not. Or listening, I suppose. Um, so, yeah. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.